0: everyone hello everyone welcome to growth mindset this is anthony thompson and robert hello how, is how are you how everybody <laughs> how's everybody doing today <laughs> yes uh we we're here to talk about the relevant events of this week and educate ourselves through the perspective of the people so we usually have a guest but we're kind of just doing this a uh, one two shot kind of today so um I wouldn't say bear with us. What I would say is that it's going to be more interesting because now we're going to be one-on-one, really battling about how we feel about these issues. Uh, some of these, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be maybe the the median in this in this conversation um, because we're going to have a very interesting talk about. The economic uh, Biden cabinet choices, which are Jeffrey Zients and probably Neera Tannen if if she is confirmed by the Senate. And there's other people. And also we're going to be talking about, apologize for that, just missing something, COVID updates, obviously. And then also the lame duck um, executions that Donald Trump is doing, which are a unparalleled uh, federal thing. It, in a lame duck session, you do not kill people. It's just something that you don't do. Um, also, then, Donald Trump talking about having to have Section 230, which is a protection for large companies and regular companies when it comes to to rights, um, digital rights, and India's protests, which are happening. So uh, we'll start with Jeffrey Zients, which is kind of a... Um, compelling topic because we're talking about can progressives really come into office are they these people that they they would call themselves progressives but when we look at jeffrey zines for instance and other inera tanden and other people it's quite often people that we need to call middle ground people um so one second sorry about that no problem Jeffrey Zients, a candidate to lead the administration's coronavirus response team, is arousing resistance from some progressive Democrats. Uh, was the head of the Obama's administration's National Economic Council, working to push across the finish line a federal rule that would prevent financial advisors from taking advantage, advantage of retirees. He won praise from progressives for fending off this fierce resistance from Wall Street and for fighting for consumer protections. Mr. Zients joined the private equity investor Vincent. May's Cranmer Fund as chief executive, the private holding company as investors from the United States. And uh, it's important, can you actually go back to that picture of Jeffrey Zients? Um, it's very relevant just to go back, it, to cut into my quote here, but um, it is really seeing Obama's team just come back into office. So it is that is one of the more relevant points. If that is a positive or a negative is what I think we need to discuss. So just to finish, to talk about Mr. Zients. um, He joined the private equity investor, Vincent May's Cranmer Fund, as chief executive. Um, you can pan out if you'd like. Okay. Uh, the private holding company has investors from the United States, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East, and takes a long-term investing uh, approach in the mold of Warren E. Buffett. So basically, it's a large investment company that is basically going around the world and has different interests it doesn't necessarily mean they're good or bad it just means that that, that's their interest is to go around the world and do so so they're a little bit of a globalist effort um there are concerns from progressive advocacy groups that he would defend corporate america if given top economic policy jobs in the biden administration they view his recent work um running an investment fund as a problem. And as also, he was the board of, uh, on the board of Facebook until he decided that he could not deal with their practices this year. So this happened this year that he stepped down from the Facebook board. Hmm. How do you see this, Robert? Like this is,
1: I see a lot of conflicts of interest. Like, you know, a lot of people, um, more corporate lobbyists type of like, you know, behind the scenes uh craziness going on you know taking yeah that's just how i look at it i mean people say obama was a great president but they did a lot of corporate democrat type of things in the background that a lot of people didn't see and i feel like this is now that biden's back in it's more of the same old same old um with it so it's just to me like a lot of um conflict of interest issues that I see that they should have more people related and I, I don't know if that makes sense to you or not but
0: oh yeah know, I, I, I I I believe that they should I honestly don't believe I never believe that anyone is going to do anything further than who they are and who mm-hmm. Biden is is trying to return to quote unquote an Obama era mm-hmm. ideology so mm-hmm. I, Center, I can't
1: yeah I'm saying more center-right type of um like they say, oh, we're left, we're left. We're and, and it's funny because I was listening to a lot of um new stuff lately and they're talking about all these new progressive things. They're using the word progressive and um like it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, oh this is we're gonna be the most progressive thing this year in this this administration and blah 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 blah. And then I'm hearing them do things that seem to be more corporatist than anything else. And it's like kinda um taking the name and throwing the the word progressive and throwing it in the trash. And then they have people like this. And like, like you said, we're going to talk about, uh, Neuro Tandem. Um, uh, you know, Tandem, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Um, it's all the same stuff. It's like, like, you know, they give you the illusion of, oh, we're going to do this and that for the people. But then you start looking at their history and realizing that a lot of their stuff was very, very corporate, um, behind the scenes, like uh capitalistic type of like i don't know it's craziness man but go ahead
0: i'm sorry go ahead well i was gonna say that this whole argument about using progressive is a argument that you know the first video shows this Mm -hmm. um it is something that is actually an old thing where the use of progressive is almost we're we're reinstating what progressive is now we're Mm -hmm. redefining it in a way so what the progressive area of era for like what we would call Sanders supporters mostly, or even just leftists, more socialists. There are people who are leftists who do not like Sanders for different reasons, um, or do not do not. I don't know. I don't think you should give anybody too much praise, but they don't give as much his much praise to him because for different reasons. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, what I would throw up is this first uh, video with signs in it. Okay.
2: It's fair to say that past trade agreements have not always lived up to the hype and important here in the Trans-Pacific Partnership. The president will be renegotiating NAFTA with enforceable labor and environmental standards in the core of the agreement. In the past, enforcement of labor and environmental standards have been side agreements. This completes the president's promise to renegotiate NAFTA by making labor and environmental provisions enforceable. So this will be the most progressive trade agreement there's ever been.
3: And they're really more about protection of investments and achievements of regulatory uh, harmonization.
2: I would I would um, maybe push back a little bit on what Larry says here in that I think this is about making sure that our American workers compete on a level playing field. A level playing field in terms of labor, a level playing field in terms of the environment, and a strong Trans-Pacific Partnership agreement enables us to have our workers and companies compete on a level playing field. And when we compete on a level playing field, we win. For those reasons we talked about earlier, we lead the world in innovation. We have the most productive workforce. We have this new source of competitive advantage in energy. So, so I'll take our team any day if the pl- playing field is indeed level. And that's what strong progressive trade agreements do. It, they level the playing field for our workers. And you-
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> progressive, so, progressive, progressive. progressive.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, that's not and progressive, this is man.
0: And this is like, this is 2015. This is when he, <laughs> when Obama was still in office. So it's yeah. the idea of, it's a word. It's, and unfortunately, um, what I've learned is that it is used at certain points. And it's not incorrect to think that having a global market is not a, it is a progressive thought. But at the same time, the way that the TPP was actually enabled did not really do that. It really gave a lot of power to corporate industries. And then also they ended up then merging with each other over the last four years, four to five years. So it's not like that was really helpful. That wasn't truly progressive. It was more that it was an idea that in its standing as in as a theoretical topic, it is progressive. So you can say it is, and it becomes a rhetorical instrument to say, "I am progressive."
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. crazy, man. I, I've concluded that like they know what's popular now. They know that um, the progressive people, like the more far left people, that's the word that that they can relate to. And they're using it to make it seem like whatever they're doing is innocent in reality. And they're also saying that to, to the people that don't know any better, that, that that um that's the reason why they're using it. They want to make it. Oh, we're 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 far. We're, we're not far left, but we're left enough to be progressive. They have the pro- progressive was the progressive caucus or whatever. And I think that's what they call it. And um and uh and uh is, is it the
0: well even yeah. more importantly who we're going to talk about next not quite next but pretty soon is nira Tannen, and she is the center of of uh sorry about this this is name i always want to get it right center for american progress i always just call it ccap uh, which yeah. but uh center for american progress so that is one of the least progressive left groups there is and it's not that it's not a left group i would i have to admit that it is actually probably probably one of the solid choices here i hate i hate the choice because it's literally placating to the center of the the movement literally it makes people believe that this group of people were the important and relevant factors in getting biden elected and that's the only thing that matters the people who got Biden elected not necessarily progressives who are the left side of the wing so they didn't do enough and that's really how it is you haven't you didn't do enough to help me so I'm not going to have any of you in office now
1: yep 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 it's um it's a it's a shame man like they did Bernie dirty they did all of them dirty. They did uh, Warren dirty. I, I don't really consider Warren a progressive anymore after all the stuff that she's done, you know, like to Bernie in general. Like, if she, if she was really quote unquote progressive and, you know, doing the things that she was doing, she would have stuck by Bernie because she knew she would have known Bernie would have had the policies that were more in tune to what she wanted. But instead, she did him dirty. And there's a lot of like, uh, the politics behind all this stuff i i can't wait till this uh, oh what did i do here sorry about that oh no so no it's okay i had i had the oh yeah, hitting yeah, yeah, buttons. yeah i my hands slipped oh, well. into the button i apologize about that. Um,
0: yeah, we can but, that um
1: yeah yeah um but um was i gonna say the i kept my hands too close to the buttons <laughs> um so but yeah regarding warren um well, not in Warren. Just them in general. It's like what they did to Bernie. Warren's a good example
0: in. because Warren should have gotten a better role in. Yeah. It doesn't seem like she's gonna get a role at all. Not at all. So. Not they at took all.
1: advantage of all of them. Yang. They. did Yang's on a blackout. They said. They said that. Um. That they're not showing him anymore. That well, at least not that much on uh, television anymore. All that's. You know, it's funny. Like I, I watched my mom watch MSNBC. MSNBC uh like every day I go to her house. I visit her at least 2 to 3 times a week, you know, to help out. And it's like the things that they feed people they're like, "Oh, you know, like believe this, believe that and 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 we're progressive and we're this, we're that, we're 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 going to be as far left as we we've ever been in in the past." And all the stuff that they're showing, like if you pay enough attention and you look at their the the people that they're trying to bring into the 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 um the office, the folds, the, the the, folds the, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I, I've been working too hard, man. Sorry. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? They're doing all this stuff and it's so contradictory to what it should be. You know, they're supposed to say, oh, we're going to bring Bernie in. Bernie's going to do this. We're going to do that with this person because they have the best. Uh, Like, what's wrong with doing a, a Green New Deal? Like, if, if it means helping the environment and, and, and the economy and everything else, they say it's too expensive. They've proven in this country that they could pay for pretty much anything. Like when it comes to medical health, you know, healthcare. when it comes to, um, you know, whatever they wanted to do, you know, if they really wanted to do uh, progressive and, and and more left-leaning stuff, they could do it, but they choose not to. They keep bringing in people, that, why, why they're talking about the Trans-Pacific Partnership and, and all these like other things just tells me that they're going back, back to the way it was. It might not be, it, it's like they're going back a little bit compared to what Trump wants. You know, but it it's still it's very little change. It's very little change. Like it, it's it's like very um manipulative. If you pay enough attention, you could see that they're making it look like we're gonna do all this stuff. I'm like, but that's what was happening during the Obama years. It's like that. What did people get during those period that period of time? They didn't. Well, then
0: I I hate to read this whole section, but I should read this whole section just before we move on to Neera Tannin Is that um. It's just because this is a lot of relevant information. In this Obama administration, his role was essentially to be a management consultant for the executive branch, cutting costs, finding efficiencies, and looking at things like a businessman. The Revolving Door document says, The group points to the majority stakes that Krenemir took in Northstar Anesthesia, a company that provides anesthesia services to hospitals and medical offices, in 2018. It cites negative reviews that Northstar Anesthesia received through the Better Business Bureau, including allegations of surprise billing and threat to send a dental patient's bill to a collection agency during a dispute over insurance coverage. Mm -hmm. So I have to also then say what the other picks are right now. Um, And none of these picks have also been... They're not all bad picks. These include Janet uh, Janet L. Yellen the former Federal Reserve Chair, to be Treasury Secretary. Cecilia Rose, a Princeton University labor economist to run the Council of Economic Advisors. And then there's Neera Tannen, the chief executive of the Center for American Progress to lead the Office of Management and Budget. The problem with Neera Tannen, which we should... I I almost wanted to play a video for it, but at the same time, it almost seemed a little incendiary. Um, The problem with her is that people like... Mm-hmm. oh okay do you have actually do you have the video no I. Oh, I have, okay good yeah. do you, have the, you have the image of it so so near tanden it's important to note is a center figure for for joe biden and hillary clinton uh near tanden is joe biden's nominee for director for of the white house office of management and the budget joe biden's nominee for a key economic post has deleted most of her tweet of a thousand tweets of her own tweets So that's what I mean is that she's a little bit of a shady character, and there are people that are. She she says she wants to
1: cut, um, like entitlements. She she said it, and this video of her saying it, you know, which is.
0: She is a center. She's a neoliberal figure, and it is interesting that the name of her think tank is Center for American Progress because it's one of those uses of words to get a point across without actually meaning anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But just to finish real quick, uh, Tannen is a former policy aide to Hillary Clinton, has also been a fierce critic of the senators for the Democratic side of the aisle. For example, the progressive Vermont Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. So a lot of the people who have issues with Nira Tannen are people who were Sanders supporters, who got a lot of flaming from her. And that's the thing. It seems like a lot of flailing straight at the face of people who were Sanders supporters. And it almost feels a little predatory that we are we were forced to vote for you and you're not going to have any of us be on the cabinet.
1: But they took advantage of the fact that they knew everybody wanted Trump out. You know what I mean? They, they knew the progressives wanted Trump out. They knew if we would have like done what what happened, but we didn't really cause Trump to get elected in the first place because they want to say that progressives, oh, you didn't vote enough for us, and that's why Trump got elected. No, we voted more for um the can for Hillary Clinton than um Hillary Clinton supporters did for Barack Obama when when the time came. So at the end of the day, they could put point the finger at whoever they want to blame. But we did our part in both elections and we were kind of like forced to do what we wanted. We didn't want any of that at the end of the day. You know, Um, I think it was like 25 percent of uh, Hillary Clinton supporters didn't want to vote for Barack Obama, while 15 percent, I think. I think it was either. Yeah, 15 percent didn't for for Bernie and 25 for Hillary or whatever it was. Something like that, if I'm correct. and um, at the end of the day, it's like it's all they, they just want to point the finger for whatever reasons, things don't go their way. They point the finger and they knew that we didn't want to have um, Trump in, in office. He's caused a lot of death. He's caused a lot of hardships, hardships for um, for everybody. You know what I mean? Like in regards to financial hardships, sh- hardships. Why my mouth hard
0: chips? Like... Said yeah, it. you know, said it, it's like
1: my mouth is dry. I'm sitting here. I had coffee, and for some reason, my mouth is drier now. Maybe it, it was a little too hot. But, anyways, um, then you know, for everybody, so we we all want them out. So we were forced to settle at the end of the day, you know. And um, yeah, it's it's bad. And, and now they're taking advantage of it. They got what they wanted. And now they're gonna take their ball and go home. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. They they're like, let's play together now. And then they're like, okay, we're done. And then they just left with it. So, um,
0: that it's, it's, I almost hate to ask you, but can we jump to VC four in a minute or two?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. VC four, not a problem. We could do that. Um, right about now. Let me because just, make... it,
0: I got, not you, just quiet. I, I didn't, set that up real quick. You, but, you didn't want to do all 2 uh, these
1: VC two first, or you want to go to VC four? Oh, do
0: you have it? Sorry, yeah,
1: about I, have that. V- I have VC two. That's the. Um... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So excuse me. Yeah, play that. I I okay. didn't know if you had it because I didn't. It was YouTube, so I forgot um, to to record yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I have it right here. Uh, let me just enlarge it because it's all right.
0: Honestly, so... I'm going to talk over most of it, but um, I still there's still stuff to say about Near Tannen, um, and also about these choices for the economic. Yeah, so just... we don't have to play all of it, but here. Yeah, yeah.
1: just bear with me. I, um because i know like with the audio on this thing it, it causes a little bit of issues but let me know if, if you're hearing anything why is this not on
0: you shouldn't I, even bother the audio you don't need it.
1: oh okay you don't all right all right hold on let me just restart this sorry bear with me man uh, i just gotta restart this great of course they're showing a commercial bear with me man <laughs> i just gotta let the commercial run through and then i'll cut over to it uh,
0: Contact. That's why I felt bad. I forgot to. No, no, it's That's not on your me. Form.
1: All right, here we go.
0: So, Nita Tannen's is the nomination. It's just really, this is just showing her. Oh, here, I'll and just remind it
1: for you. I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. No, it's all good. It's just that the Nita Tannen's was the nomination. She. It's just really just showing who she is. So, I would have played this under what we were doing. So,. Um, I'm actually more concerned with the fact that is this a intentional jab at us? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get this um set up so you could see the thing.
0: It's all right. We I'm going to probably cut this area out.
1: Yeah, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. Um is this kind of a a stab at the people who worked on the political left, who to, were to, too far left. Because this is somebody who most people dislike. They just yeah. dislike her. And maybe maybe you don't have to like her. Maybe that's very important, that we don't have to like her. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't like most politicians
1: and, as is. You know what I mean? They're all full of crap. They, they, they say all the stuff that they say, and then, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, They never back it up. How many politicians actually, you know, have done what they said they're going to do, you know, at the end of the day? But go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, it's it's just crazy.
0: It's just crazy. No, I mean, the only reason I was actually going to... I was going to go throw to Trump because what you said about Trump was very relevant. That's why I wanted to go to the VC4 because, unfortunately, we have to talk about him being an insane person.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So um, I... It's hard to talk about Biden's cabinet picks, though. Sometimes it isn't, it's important to talk about it, but I did not expect any better, yeah. you know? Yeah. I yeah. don't expect any more or any less, and it's not like this is a sure bet either. The Senate might not approve her just out of spite yeah. because the Republicans either will, even with one majority vote, there's no way that she passes.
1: Yep. 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 Uh it's just like if the if they hold on to the Senate, nothing's gonna get done anyway. We have to get the Senate before anything think, you know, what are we gonna do? They I, right now is we, we have to wait till Georgia, right? And then um from there we can determine whether or not we have any um But
0: well, do we wanna talk about Georgia?
1: Well in regards to what do you mean? Like, to the what, fact
0: what, that to, to, just to be honest. I, I don't think we are going to win. I think the outcry of people who believe that Trump should have won is going to be so significant that it's going to outswamp the people who will vote mm-hmm. for Ossoff. And um, I, I, I apologize, I forgot the other. Um, I'll bring it up again. But he basically, those two people, I do not see. Winning, unfortunately, I I would love to, but I don't live there, and I can't say that. Yep. You know, a couple votes here and there is pretty and and anecdotal. Like, I I can't really say that that's enough to tell me where this is gonna go. Yep,
1: yep, yep. I agree. I agree. I, I I mean, I hope that you know people go come out strong in Georgia again. You know, and and we can get it, but like you know, they're gonna try to like. Put a, a wall there so that they we can't get anything done, and I, I agree with you in that sense that they're gonna they're pissed off right now. Everybody's pissed off. They think the election was stolen and whatever else. So you're gonna have a lot of people just coming out, of, you know, out of spite to just go vote. Yep. Yeah. You know. So, Purdue, you know,
0: Purdue, Purdue against John Ossoff and uh, Kelly Lawler against uh, Democrat Re- Reverend Raphael, uh Raphael Warnock who's uh, i guess he is independent he does not oh it's his democrat so Re- reverend raphael warnock mm. um warnock yeah. had that dog if you if you've seen that video of him with the dog and there's a little bit of a uh sorry there's like literally one fly that really loves <laughs> to around my face right now
1: yeah um we,
0: we bought um he, what is he, it
1: a, a zapper in our house we have a zapper that we keep well luckily we don't have any the fly issues anymore but we were getting little nets. Not I know it's a little off the topic, but we put fly zappers in the house so that we'd get rid of them that way. But it's a nice little thing to get. They're like thirty bucks or whatever, and it, it saves <laughs> the hassle. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's it's all right. good.
0: That's it. I I don't have much more to say. Like I said, talking about that cabinet is not. It's not on the top of my list right now. I I believe that they're going to. I always thought they were going to pick. Mm-hmm. moderate choices. I didn't yeah. think they were gonna pick anybody that was gonna be yeah. Yeah.
1: relevant yeah. to the progressive Sorry. movement. It's just
0: it's how it is. It's just yeah. how it is. Yeah, they don't so, care about the progressive
1: um, movement. They they've proven it to it. He, he said it during the debates, oh, you know, I beat Bernie Sanders and blah 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 right there and then I was like, okay, we got played. You know what I'm saying? Like we're 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 not surprisingly he still won or whatever. Thank God he won because I don't want Trump more than I don't want him. But I didn't expect it, and and everybody in the progressive, um, who feels that they're progressive, you know, minded or whatever, everybody knows that. You go to any type of independent media, they're talking about the fight's still going. Don't get it twisted, just because um, we got we're getting rid of Trump doesn't mean the cause is is, is over. You know, like the, the we have to keep fighting for this, and so um, you know that's what I expected. I'm sure that's what you expected. I think a lot of these um, center-minded um, people, like, you know, regular Democrats or whatever it is, they're, um, they think that, oh, all going to be great now. It's going to go back to the way it was and blah, 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 blah. And in reality, it's still the same stuff. They're not making any big moves. We really need big moves in order for uh, – or big change, at least, uh, in order for us to have, like, any significant impact on the environment, people's income, and their well-being – and their health and everything else. Uh, And we're not getting that with this administration. We're going to get the same old, same old, and they're going to do what they got to do to make the economy look like it's doing well. But middle class and lower income people um, are still going to suffer unless they find some solutions. They're still fighting over stimulus packages. Like, give me a freaking break. You know what I mean? Okay, the election's over. What's the problem? You know, and they, they still can't even come up with anything for the stimulus. And they said there's three packages or whatever um, currently being debated right now uh, amongst, uh, I guess that the Senate or whatever. And none it is. of those
0: packages have have any teeth to them. Nope. But we're still gonna do it. Nope. Yep, yep, I mean, yep. it's necessary. They're all necessary. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I, it's something to worry about.
1: Yep. 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 It's crazy, man. It's,
0: so it's crazy. can we, unfortunately. Converge to something that we should be more an unprecedented action, in my opinion.
1: Okay, so you want me to uh, video four, right?
0: Is that uh, the yeah, one? but here we go. Okay. So, <clears throat> so basically, in the lame duck session right now, mm-hmm. uh, Donald Trump is going to do an unprecedented move and have federal executions uh, scheduled before the inaug- inauguration day. Usually, this is usually not done because. Mm-hmm. Capital punishment actually was um, not normal for at least a good eight years. We had we did not kill people for eight years. Um, and even before that, it was about 10 years in, in general. Um, but here we go. Starting with Brandon Bernard on International Human Rights Day and ending with Dustin Higgs on January 15, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Four of the uh, people set to die are black men, and the other is Lisa Montgomery, a severely mentally ill white woman who faced a lifetime of sexual abuse and would be the first woman executed in nearly 70 years. So this is, let's just go to. Cut to the video.
1: Oh. Yep.
4: I'm Amy Goodman. As we look further at the unprecedented five federal executions, President Trump's Justice Department is scheduled before Inauguration Day. On December 10th, that's International Human Rights Day, the federal government plans to kill a 40-year-old black man named Brandon Bernard. He was 18 years old when he was allegedly an accomplice to a murder of a young white couple. During his trial, his attorneys did not make opening statements. At the penalty stage, they called no witnesses. Out of the 12 jurors, all but one was white. Now, five of the jurors say they think Bernard should not be executed. A former assistant U.S. attorney who helped secure his death sentence wrote in the Indianapolis Star, quote, Executing Brandon would be a terrible stain, on the nation's honor. That's one of the prosecutors who prosecuted him. On the day after, Bernard is set to die. Alfred Bourgeois, another black man, is scheduled to be federally executed December 11th. As we reported, January 12th, Lisa Montgomery is scheduled to be the first woman executed by the federal government in nearly 70 years. The Trump administration has rejected her request for a reprieve. On January 14th, Corey Johnson, another black man, is set to be put to death. According to Johnson's attorneys, he has an IQ of 69, which means he's below the standard. The Supreme court used to determine if an execution would be cruel and unusual punishment and on January 15th Martin Luther King jr.'s birthday the federal government's expected to execute Dustin Higgs another black man who was sentenced to die for his role in the murder of three women even though he did not kill them under the so-called law of parties theory
0: Wow. So there's, yeah, there's multiple things to unpack under there. Those are all reasonable reasons not to execute. Those are, like, it is him breaking every standard of what we believe is normal and compassionate. Like, you don't execute somebody who doesn't have an IQ above 70. We We've already, this has been under Supreme Court. And unfortunately, he's just going to do it. And it's not like he's going to be brought to court for it. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's all these small things that like we're gonna have the first president who now in a lame duck session starts ex- executing people and doing criminal punishment, uh, doing capital punishment upon its citizens again. Um, when we've already kind of said that it is a cruel and unusual punishment to the most for the most part on a federal level so he's changing a norm and i think it's very relevant that as much as i don't want to talk about trump i think that the the norms that he has changed are important to discuss
1: his base loves it his base loves seeing things like this this is the type of stuff that they they uh, drool over uh, that's just my opinion i i you know it, it's crazy his base believes so much in religion and so on and so forth but then also when it comes to law and order they feel like you know oh if a person did this they deserve the the harshest you know penalties for it or you know punishment for it and um i don't know man it, it, to me it's crazy uh, a lot of the stuff that he does is crazy i think he's doing this because he's planning on leaving he wants a reputation uh, that that his followers like so that when cuz he's supposedly going to come back at uh twenty twenty four or whatever he's supposed to try to, you know, if if supposedly his election fraud things don't work out, he's gonna come back in twenty twenty four. Um, he wants his base to still love him and still think about him. He's he's keeping the attention on him. That's what it all is. You know, like we're gonna talk about later about the whole um military thing and the the two thirty section two thirty thing.
0: All of that I stuff is should... Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, please, please finish
1: i just think that all this is for attention he's doing a lot of this stuff like it doesn't affect him it's it's stuff that his base likes it's you know you know i i can understand like why people want to punish people that were involved in crimes but if they weren't the direct reasons for a death or like you said or like they said actually the person's iq was low or the person didn't do it and would you know that um what was it that parties what was it called the parties um uh, guilty by parties or whatever it is they said something um, it's, a,
0: it's actually a theory to so so guilty by party so basically he was an accomplice to to murder so yeah he was there so-
1: he, was, he, was, he was he was an accomplice basically but so he didn't pull the trigger or, or kill the people but he's going to be sentenced to death for it you know like yes you know and at the end of the day it's like and the people that that were involved, like the the jurors or whatever, say that he shouldn't be, but that he's going against that. That that's that's sick, man. You know, like that. I don't know. It's actually
0: uh, a breakdown uh, in the system. The the this is where criminal justice reform actually is necessary, where there is a separation in what the will of the jury is, because with the way that we uh. We deem people innocent or guilty is literally if it's a certain type of trial a uh, criminal trial you have to be convicted beyond a reasonable doubt and that also means that when that reasonable doubt threshold has been passed oftentimes that is an instant conviction yep, yep. Um, most times if if somebody for instance in the first the uh, let's i forgot his name unfortunately um but it's important so let me just make sure I have his name here um that's what I get for closing tabs guys
1: God help us man I, I feel like Trump is taking us back in time to like there we go the Twilight Zone whenever that was like, I feel like we're in the Twilight Zone with, with with his decision making and everything it's like they I remember back in the days I I would hear stories about um, Things happen to people of different races and jail you know all this and i'm like this is so unfair and this makes absolutely no it's barbaric you know what i mean and, and it's it, i don't know man it's it's a scary yes, time to,
0: to speak on it directly it is brandon bernard and what happened is that in the opening of his actual he did not get an opening for his trial and they did not give him a proper closing to his trial and that's his own defense attorney and to this point, he is deemed most likely either innocent or not guilty of the charges that were given to him, the homicide charges that were given to him. So what are you going to do now? Because this is not a compassionate leader. This is not somebody who is looking to give anybody a pardon that is actually, or not even a pardon. You would just give them, um, I forgot what the word is, but you would basically comment, commit this, to a later time so that you would probably never execute the person.
1: This guy's going to murder people. Trump's going to allow people to murder people for, for things that they shouldn't be, you know, um, put to death for. And yet he's going to pardon all these other people. He's got controversies about pardons now, yet he's doing this crap. You know what I mean? It's like his whole thing. It kills me because you think to yourself, like, why doesn't his base see this like as being abnormal? Like this is abnormal maybe because it's not going to directly affect them and they might not ever find themselves in that position, but it's just the fact that
0: that's exactly it. And that's the, the Mm -hmm. us versus them issue that you are trying to talk about. Even like, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how much of them just dig in the red meat so much that they will never be able to come back from it. Um, Mm -hmm. But the truth is that, Yes, there's a considerable part of this country that really loves to see people suffer for their mistakes. Yeah. And that's a hard reality that we need to educate people out of in a way. It's it's a it's, a, it's sociology like um, I don't you you brought it up last week with uh, with war in in different countries being that war is seen in different countries as just a norm in some ways in some ways we see like gun violence and we see sometimes abuse as norms and we haven't gotten out of that and that spreads to every yeah
1: we think a lot of stuff is normal here not getting provided not being provided health care is normal you know what i mean like in this country which is crazy Everything that, like, a lot of other, well, not everything, but a big percentage of the stuff that we find normal here is abnormal in a lot of countries. Having guns, like, there's a lot of countries that don't want their citizens to have guns walking around doing God knows what with them. They don't want to have um, their citizens getting sick and not being provided health care. To not have, you know, enough of a living wage to survive, you know, it's crazy what this country allows. And the fact that the people here actually are like cool with it. I mean, a big percentage of them are, you know, they're they're like, well, that's just how it is. And this is how it's supposed to be. And you got to earn it and you got to do this. And I'm like, okay, but you pay taxes. Where did our taxes go with the stimulus? I'm not, look, I didn't get any money from the stimulus. My, you know, Teresa did, you know, and some of the other people that I know did, but I didn't, I'm self-employed and, um, I didn't request any money from it. And, uh, but I see a lot, but why it's done not? because like, it just to me, like I ha- I have a lot of like issues that I have to deal with financially, you know, and I don't want to complicate them any more than they already are. You know what I mean? And, and especially like, you know, I, tax issues basically that I have to resolve a little here and there. And so I don't want to like get money from the government and then go back. They, oh, well, why did you take this? If you know, you owed this, or you did this or did that. So, so I get my, my own personal issues resolved I'm not going to put myself in another predicament where they could be like, well, you did some fraudulent thing, or you did this and did that. So I'm like, all right, if, if, if it's owed to me, down the line, maybe I can get it. If not, it didn't make or break me. $1,200 doesn't make or break anybody. <laughs> to be honest with you, what did it do for anybody? If you look, at, If you were to average out the $1,200 for the amount of time that it took from then to now, how much money does is that worth? That's less than three dollars a day, right? It's like what two dollars a day from from this point on now. At this point, because it's they gave I mean, it at
0: this point. Yes, at this point, yes. It, it it is it has run its course at this point, which is uh, unfortunate. Um, I know that it helped me, but it helped me specifically when I didn't know what was going to happen, and yeah. I think that now we're in a road where we. For the most part, we have an idea that this is going to... Either either you believe it or not, but there's going to be a real second large wave here happening. If it's not a, if you want to call it a third wave, you can, but it's a second wave, really, and it's going to happen, and we're still going to be closed for a while.
1: And they're calling we're not it normal. Gonna,
0: like, <laughs> they're What's crazy we're gonna have that... to call it, We're going to kind of call it normal, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're calling it
1: normal. They're, they're, I was watching something again today where we were saying, like, in this country, they're cool with knowing that it's going to be double or triple the amount of people getting sick, and yet they want people to go back to work and act like life is normal. That's not cool, man. They, they compare this to Australia. Um, I was watching um secular talk, and, um, you know, with Kyle Kalinske, great show, um, in my perspective, but whatever. Um, he was basically saying that uh, in Australia, they have zero COVID cases um, or was something like zero COVID cases um uh, either today or the last couple of days or whatever it is Well, we're like <laughs> on the th- hundreds of thousands what is it would they say it's like a hundred thousand a day or something like, some crazy amount um th-
0: so i want to tell you so that's a hundred percent true and mm-hmm. almost we should talk about the we should move to the COVID stuff that we have because mm-hmm. australia does come up here actually this is one of the impacts that i wanted to talk to you with our guest um though it's only an indicator for us because it is another country obviously there's going to be differences between australia the united states the uk etc but they are all major countries that have the same um pretty much Mm -hmm. oh yeah perfect great so if you look at this article it's interesting because the graphs at the, that are at the bottom are the the more interesting part. The employment fall and recovery since March. So, look, if you look in here, you see the change in, uh, basically, it's underutilization, so it's underemployment. So, mm-hmm. basically, it's a way of saying underemployment. And if you look at it, it's specifically in this one, it shows that 25 to 34-year-old men, every single group of men is up significantly. And... What's interesting is that if you go lower on the article, you'll actually see that women are actually the ones that are being suffering from unemployment, at a, like a fall in, in recovery from unemployment faster. So basically, you're going to see uh, the women had the first loss of jobs, had the heaviest loss of jobs first, and then they are slightly recovering, it seems, in the in the outset. But at the same time, it's showing that the unequal markers that happen because of COVID and that you can't escape that there is a loss of jobs in these areas. This is These are recession numbers. I apologize for not say, stating these. So um, if you actually go back to the previous uh, graph, you can see the unemployment numbers as well and that shows a significant <laughs> showing of of women i i understand that the men 25 to 34 who aren't specialized and this mm-hmm. is an, an interesting discussion that i really wanted to have is that older people that are older are working and they are still working to this to, this day in a lot of these countries and in the us especially and almost to their detriment like there should be younger people who are doing these unfortunately painful jobs but 20 as it shows here 25 to 34 seems to be hit very heavily and as well as women 35 to 44 which i just thought was an interesting throw that like there's such a gap between these two groups like yes the the three percentage points versus one percentage point is is actually a huge difference yep
1: yep that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Like it breaks my heart to see everybody suffering, man. And the the government, like we elect these people, they elect their people, and everybody's suffering, man. And and I think this country's got it worse. <laughs> we got we had we, we decided to elect an idiot, right? And let him control what's going on. He's firing and hiring all the worst people. He's firing the best people, hiring the worst people. And it's just making it worse for us. Um are you done with this um clip before yeah. you want? All right. Yeah. So, um, and like you see how the other countries are handling it. Yes, in some cases they're worse and in some cases they're better, but I feel like I just can't wait. Like, I can't wait till Biden comes in. I'm not saying he's going to be the, the solution to all of our problems, but at least he'll have some competent people there and he'll have a, his ear open a little bit more and not be such a narcissist in regards to making decisions. Like, he, he's going to do what it takes to make his um legacy better Trump was just thinking of himself thinking that he knew all the answers and would do things the way he wanted to and he you know he's just I don't know it's crazy I mean
0: look he's just not a he's just not an honest actor I think that we have to understand that like Mm -hmm. from a interpersonal level we have to start to understand he's just not an honest actor especially the people who I think, are in the left side of the spectrum and they feel some way about it. Mm -hmm. Um, He, it'll never make you feel, he'll never care how you feel about it. So stop caring, like you have to stop caring in a way. And Mm -hmm. I don't mean that from like, don't care about the impact, but I mean, you have to stop caring about the everyday grind of of him, because yes, it will end. It may not end now because it might because he might still blather on for you, years.
1: You talking about Trump; he's definitely going to Trump. Trump, yeah. yeah he... they, they, they said some, there was an article talking about how Fox News was offering him money so that he could be a host, and they're kind of afraid that if he starts his own network, that um, it's going to interfere with uh, you know their their stuff because he's already tarnished Fox's name because Fox has agreed to agree with the fact that. Um, uh, he didn't win the election you know what i mean so we're i don't know man this dude's crazy man like anything's he's capable of anything and like we talked about last episode about the whole israeli thing and with the 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 suit the assassination and everything i don't know what this guy's got planned for the next couple of weeks that he several weeks that he's here and he's very unpredictable man you know i don't know it, it, which
0: which is the real defining part of this is that he is just way too unpredictable as a person yeah, yeah. um I mean, we're definitely going to talk he's predictable
1: in a sense that you know he's going to make the worst decision out of all the decisions he has options with <laughs> that's that's the only thing he's predictable with the only thing is is we never know what that option is going to be you know what i mean that's like he he's such an, a buffoon like if I put like options on the table and said this is one, two, and three, and you know three is the worst, you know he's gonna pick three or maybe two if two's the second worst. He's not gonna pick the the most common sense, righteous thing to do. He's gonna pick whatever suits his needs or whatever he feels is gonna be whatever, and and that's what's scary. Um, but because we don't know anything about what's going on behind the scenes, it's even scarier because us as citizens. We're, we're hoping that he's making decent decisions. Like, he's got the nuclear football, you know what I mean? So it's like, please, God, let him get out of office without him using it. You know what I mean? It's a scary thought to think that a man with his mentality can start a war. You know, he, he even said something about, like, um, they were trying to start uh, set up things where they can unilaterally um, start things without going through Congress, you know, even though they said that that's not going to happen. You know He's been trying to do things where he could do whatever it is that he wants to do without having he's to go... He's
0: stating that his executive power has the initiative to basically start a war, which was, yeah. is the manuscript that basically allowed George W. Bush to go to war. Yeah. So, I mean, he's using a precedent that exists, unfortunately, and yeah. he's wielding it. He's wielding it like a sword.
1: Yep, 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 which is scary, man. It's like which, jumble- which actually... Bozo the clown with a nuke. That's basically what that is, man.
0: Bozo the clown with a nuke. <laughs> oh um, god. We should we should head to Trump vowing to veto this defense bill because that's another shot in the what does what the hell are you doing? Like, I honestly don't know where his mindset is. He's uh basically President Trump is threatening to veto a critical defense spending bill unless Congress agrees to repeal a liability shield for social media companies. The president tweeted last Tuesday that Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act is a serious threat to our national security and election integrity. Section 230 provides legal protection for technology companies over content from third parties and users. So that's you and me. That's basically Mm -hmm. saying... Us, you know, the people who post on a website. So that could be further than just social media. That can be just a media site. That's very important to note. Uh, Trump referred to the provision as a liability shielding gift to big tech. So this is just a framing that he's giving you. That you have to understand that it's a framing. If he doesn't give, uh, if he doesn't get his way, Trump is threatening to nix his year's national. Uh, defense authorization act a crucial piece of annual legislation that covers authorization for pay raises and other spending needs for the nation's military so i immediately would say that i am not for increased military spending yeah. but it's yeah. also an it's an omnibus bill that comes in every year and has for 60 years so it is more <laughs> just you breaking a norm yeah. Um, he well, they, and the fact that he tweeted about it, I'm not sure if you if you had the tweet up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I'll turn uh,
1: it back. My bad.
0: No, no, no. But it's just it, it's important to note that like he's insane enough to be to tweet it that Section 230, which is a liability shielding gift for the U.S. to big tech, the only companies in America that have it, corporate welfare, which is not true already, is a serious threat to our national security and election integrity. You don't put this as a statement. You put this as a document that you write later. No. If you were a honest actor, if you are a real president who is really trying to say for instance that maybe section 30 shouldn't shield them from all of the things, it can have changes in the in the document so that it, it so that they have some liability for some of it, but that they don't have liability for every person's uh what they drop on the internet and that's really what's happening
1: so basically it's like the they're using the the the, um thing as a publisher saying like we're publishers of other people's content like other people are responsible for whatever that they're doing this is from my perspective what I think um the whole thing is uh with section 230. they're saying that they're not responsible for what the people publish on our our site they can somewhat uh, dictate, uh, like you know, YouTube and all these other places, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate because it's their site. But then at the same time, they don't want to be held liable for um, whoever, whatever we say. Like, let's say we can't stand Trump, right? They don't want to be if they, at some point down the line, that's considered a bad thing. They don't want to be held liable or get sued or get, pun- you know, punished for for what we're saying. Which I think is honestly, you know, as a business, it's a smart thing to do on their side. Uh, I think what's crazy about this is like we're getting a liability
0: of free speech, too. I mean, this is we're getting speech.
1: But let me explain what I was going to say. Either way, you look at it. Us as the people that are putting stuff up are screwed. We're getting screwed by YouTube and Facebook and all this other stuff because of their restrictions. Even though we're supposed to be able to say whatever we want in this world and so on and so we're on their platform so they could stop us at any point if they feel something's inappropriate, which is a form of censorship. Now, if he does this type of stuff, I feel like it could also censor us on the other side. Actually, does it? uh, Because if they were to get rid of this, there were they're saying that basically anybody could say anything right so then at that is that what what that would result because I, I somebody... so
0: the resulting issue here is that if you take away that clause most likely the companies would need to clamp down further, further? they would need okay. to then go out of their way and ban anybody who has ever said anything okay, that good. is um, obscene or at all like they, well, I, they I... somebody Defined as obscene or I wrong. Thought,
1: I thought the purpose of him trying to get rid of this was for, for, well, they said he was pissed off because he got, uh, shut down on Twitter. So I thought the purpose of this from from what I was interpreting it as was to allow people to say whatever they wanted to say and like the businesses like he's basically punishing the businesses not the people right is that what he's trying but to that's do that's
0: what it is it's, it's more of his it's a punishment it's less of a like this he's not coming from a intelligent standpoint he's not seeing the long-term effects of uh, like yeah. if you want to change the act so that they have some liability that's might make sense now especially when the, there are large media companies that have control of the audience but what he mm-hmm. was mad about is that he believes facebook and Twitter are actually censoring republicans. Yeah. So yeah. he wants to basically there's he he wants to basically just punish these companies into either allowing everything and then having basically full on fights with the courts when there's a problem with their content. And honestly that it, it would turn into a melee basically. And that's why nobody wants to change the law how it stands. Not even not- the right way to change if, this. If
1: they allow everything, wouldn't that just create a lot of noise on the internet? Meaning like, yes. nothing you won't know cool. what's true and what isn't true at this point. Everybody will uh, start lawsuits and all this other stuff creating conflicts yes. amongst people. So, yeah. And he
0: likes that. The companies that are big would <laughs> be able to handle that. And the companies that are small or mid would never be able to handle that. You'd see the end of Tumblr. You'd see the end of Twitter would survive, but they would just basically clamp down on all the people who are on their site. Like they it's just like these small moves to. I you're correct. Punish the companies. Yeah. So like, and then like- you would you would have ON in. that's the thing they want. Then they want Fox News and ON and to be the 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 real juncture for that group of people. So they don't give a shit. They they just want their people to then have some power in that That's situation crazy
1: because i i could see like censorship on both ends like right now i feel like i'm being censored and then i feel like if they get rid of it i'll be even more censored like i don't i don't
0: know yeah
1: it's it's, it's like i don't know it's a there's like let's just create more organized chaos it's like yes oh my god oh my god this guy's crazy and then it he's is. gonna and what from what i was watching on um because i like watching a lot of news. <laughs> What I was saying is his chances are he's probably not going to be able to um, do it. Like, they're going to call him on it from hopefully they'll call him on it. Hopefully the Democrats don't, um, you know, like fall, you know, fall in line and say, OK, yeah, we'll get rid of 230 uh, or whatever it is, because in reality, if he does that, his base is going to be pissed if he doesn't fund the, the military. So I I, yes. I I can't see it happening and a lot of yes. you know people talking about it feel like they should just call this bluff. You know, I hope they do, but I don't trust the Democrats either, man. They're all crazy, man. Like they're all that they, we need term limits. We need to get rid of a lot of the people that are there. They, they it, it seems like they they do things for people's best interests, and at the end of the day, you see over time that they really didn't do what they said they were going to do. Like like we spoke earlier, they they. When Obama was elected, he was talking all this progressive type of stuff. Oh yeah, da da da, we're gonna do this, and and it didn't work out. You know what I mean? And and now they still talk that way. Every time I get on the news, I listen to the news, I hear um that he's gonna be the most progressive president. You know, since God knows who. And I'm like, okay, I don't believe that with Biden. He and the people that he's bringing in has proven me otherwise. Even Trump ran on that. He used to he was saying, oh, everybody's gonna get health care and everybody's gonna do this. And then he started doing things that are pulling people out of healthcare, um, you know, with pre-existing conditions and all this other crazy crap. Trying to get rid of Obamacare, and, and they're all full of crap, man. And um, this is just another sign of it. They just want organized chaos so that they can kind of navigate through it and get power, you know. And 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 it's scary that a lot of people don't see that happening. You know, they 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 they're utilizing this so that when when like like he wants to start his own news network or be at least part of a news network where he could start spewing his propaganda. And he wants the, the, the oceans that he has to travel to be calm for his garbage. You know what I mean? Like basically he wants He wants to set the, 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 the trail that he's going on in a way for him to benefit from it before he gets out of office. So he's doing the things with his pardons and everything else to, 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 to make him, a certain type of person so that when he leaves he can keep the the propaganda machine going and his popularity with his base going so that hopefully by 2024 or whoever he decides to back then <clears throat> he'll um he'll you know have the people's focus on him and 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 his his cause and and it's it's scary man I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I just feel well, like
0: to me, I just this just goes back to the strongman argument that I brought up last. I, yeah, either it was last week, I believe. But um, there's a lot of these strongmen happening. I mean, you know, we're going to talk about Modi a little bit here in a minute. So um, basically, I think that this is just a tactic that's happening across the the globe. I think that's the one thing that I would like to to focus on is that yeah. this is happening across the globe right now. It just is so easy because Trump is such a buffoon that it takes up so much space yeah. and we need to not concentrate on it being the only thing. Like we're going to, like, I, I would like to jump to, to another strong man right now, which is Modi in uh, India. And uh, having a 250 million people participate in a countrywide strike in India Um, Despite police repression and the COVID-19 pandemic, workers and farmers and their allies across India participated in the Pan-India Strike action against the recent neoliberal reforms pushed through by Nendra Modi's government. Thursday, November 26, India witnessed the biggest organized strike in human history. Over 250 million workers and farmers, along with their allies um, uh, among students, feminists, and civil society groups, participated in the nationwide strike. The strike coincides with India's Constitution Day, which commemorates the adoption of the Constitution in 1949, and comes in the, the background of an unprecedented attack on workers' rights and farmers' protections on the, by the right-wing government of Prime Minister, Prime Minister Narendra Modi. So they say right-wing, and it's kind of neoliberal. What they're actually what's actually happening? Um, I'm going to explain exactly what's happening it has to do with agricultural and grain prices but Mm -hmm. the strike was organized by a coalition of workers and farmers movements with 10 national trade confederations and umbrella groups so women's rights groups student unions and various uh, civil uh, society organizations also participated in this strike and they basically blocked off roads to Dali, uh, which is the most relevant part. They basically just cut off the roads in a lot of places, and you can see here in the picture they have water cannons going at them. Um, they have they're basically really trying to separate to to set that the grain prices that are happening right now. They're stop trying to stop privatization. It's um, hard to talk about, but they. They do not want a non-socialist government it seems like there is a fight happening right now in india between having a semi-socialized government where the grain prices were settled at a certain rate and um and then now being able to just sell that to whoever Mm -hmm. which means that most likely privatization is just going to come in and overrun them and they believe that and i believe as well but they believe that modi um is basically kneeling to corporate companies that are coming in and trying to find a way to bring in that money basically
1: no yeah, yeah that's happening everywhere like we see, like you said earlier right <laughs> that's happening here and it's happening everywhere <laughs> it's just worse yeah i mean you know, when when the economy like at least you know there's some c- countries that have um like in regards to the amount of money like we make as individuals I think I'm okay, you know what I mean? I'm not rich, I'm not poor, you know? But then you have a lot of countries that are suffering way worse than we are and then they have to still deal with privatization like where things are just gonna raise prices and make it harder for them. Like privatizing stuff in India is not gonna make it easier for these people. And um, that's scary, man. I don't know, man. They're like, And this is, this is a sign, if you have 250, was it 250 million people you said? Yeah, 250 yes. m- million people
0: <clears throat> yes that many people that's were involved that's a lot of people
1: this. there's a lot of people that are upset um in regards to this and um you would think the government would acknowledge that but you know i guess they want to just blast them with water cannons right like yeah, down get down listen obey you know <laughs> you know it's a
0: very i hate to say it, it's a very americanization of of how to deal with things now is to deal with it with, maybe it's not American. Maybe this is a warfare tactic. And maybe that's more important, that it's actually a warfare tactic to just blast people with cannons, make sure that they kneel as much as possible, because it's a a lot of farmer's groups. I mean, you can't ignore this group of people, but at the same time, they don't want to incite heavy violence yet. That would cause such a debacle that sooner or later that would kick Modi out of office. Um, he's fairly popular. I mean, it's important to know that in these countries, even all of these strongmen are really popular. Um, I don't You know, understand. Bolsonaro is still 60% in most of these areas.
1: I don't understand, like, why people can't. I don't know, man. <sighs>
0: it's depressing It's this, complicated man. that's why i mean i talk about these international issues because i feel like most of the times when we're listening to a lot of these podcasts and stuff that we listen to we end up on national news all day long mm-hmm. and yep. yeah we could talk about no, how like annoying it, it
1: I, is I, I think we need to do it i think everybody like like we we spoke about it before we wanted to talk to people from different cities and states or whatever um to kind of get like different perspectives of what's going on in our, in our in our country it's the same thing with the world, you know, there's certain things we all can relate to and and um, and to see what they're going through and and the cause and effects of what they're doing. uh, We can kind of relate it here. I think we have farmers here as well. You know, if if we're seeing what's happening there, we can kind of say, well, look, look at what's happening here and, and decide whether or not we're being treated fair or not, you know, or if they're being treated fair or not in comparison to how we're being treated. You know, you got to have a, a, a compare and contrast point, you know what I mean, for, for, for you mm-hmm. to determine what's going on. And when I see 250 million people upset about something, there's something obviously wrong. It's not like 10, 12 people, you know, a dozen people or whatever it is complaining about something. It's it's 250 million people. That's that's huge. And um, I don't know, man. It's sick, man. It's it's all about power, man. At the end of the day, the people in power, <clears throat> and I, I'm not trying to say it's an easy job to to, to do what you got to do, and you got to make some really harsh decisions, and a lot of people have to suffer during those harsh decisions, but but this is bad, man, and and, and what's happening in this country is horrible. You know, they, they've screwed over our farmers here, too. You know, they screwed over our workers. They got people working through COVID and acting as if like, COVID is nothing here. You got all these people, 250,000 people, 250 million, I'm sorry, people out here yeah, protesting during, during COVID. Like, this is not going to help them either. I'm sure these people are getting sick in the process of doing this as well. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, they say religion in general is supposed to be there for people. If, if I know, like, each religion has their, their their form of belief of to treat each other fairly and, and to love each other and help each other the government obviously they they say separate religion and politics and so on and so forth that's obviously true cuz they they obviously don't care that these people are going through this cuz if they had any type of religious sense i'm not saying i want religion and politics but you would think that they they talk all about all about praise god praise this god bless you during their their speeches and so on god bless america god bless whatever country they're in but then they don't they don't they don't show their um concern or compassion towards that action their, versus
0: rhetoric I mean, yeah. that's what that really means. um I mean, yeah. you can say a lot of things about religion, but religion either has action or it has rhetoric. Yeah. And um, yeah. it's it like, I, w- I don't even want to say religion has action. I think that religion in, in itself is rhetoric. No. What it is is that you can have people who are spiritual beings and able to do spiritual actions for other people and really be there for other people. Yeah. And I think that's what we sometimes call religion but i think that that is actually separate i actually think that the rhetoric rhetoric is the religion part and the rest is about personal interactions and understanding how to deal with people talk to people make other people's lives better and if that is what you're going for that is kind of It's lumped into religion in some ways. It's something that you've learned from some of these lessons. I I would say that, but it's not necessarily this. It's not the same. They're not aligned. You can learn these things without having religion there. So it's that's why spirituality is like what I like to call it because I feel like they can be separated. Do you see though
1: how crazy it is? Like these people are suffering
0: and who wants to get
1: hosed down by a water cannon, man how oh, would yeah. this enrage mean, me even more like how, how in I the mean, hell this
0: is happening actually across the globe it's happening in china where they're getting cannoned with basically like slick it's not like oil per se but it's like a paint so basically that you get tagged later so, so that, they know that police... you know that you're
1: involved with something yep. yep 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 that's crazy so why are you getting you, you for, for pro... They even in this country they're talking about protesters being um and it's funny because it's usually. Um, what is it? Um, conservatives complaining about people protesting, but now all of a sudden they're protesting about Trump and it's OK. There's, unless it oh, yeah. suits their needs. It's, it's it's funny, man. It's 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 hilarious. It's just
0: Protest it it is inconvenient until it's convenient for you.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Uh, have they said anything about people getting um, killed during the? Because I, I didn't read much about this. no i think
0: they said that this was relatively nonviolent when i looked at when i looked into the article um so that's good that's Mm -hmm. generally this is a a this is like a real general strike so this almost like is an incentive for us to start trying to do these as real general strikes and we i get it we don't want to do there's multiple reasons like america like they shouldn't they shouldn't be so close together like COVID is a problem right now and the idea of doing this is going to cause some problems and but we need to have people go out on the streets and literally say we can't have this but it's not the right time right now in america look at i have these, to understand look at all yeah. these
1: people without masks man
0: yeah like here they have them. so It's just not the time in America for this, unfortunately. And I only say that because we can't go out in the streets like this and have a general strike. There's so many people who are unemployed that we can have like Black Lives Matters movements, which are are more targeted, but we don't have anything to target other than that right now. Like right now we're all in a hope cycle about Biden. That's what we're trying to do Mm -hmm. as a people. Um, even if you're a Democrat and you're super leftist and you're you're not happy about Biden being your president, but you you think that there's a better chance of your goals happening now than you did when Trump was in office or yeah. is going would have been in office. That's just the truth. Um, I, suck- I I am afraid of war. I'm very much afraid of more warfare. Yeah,
1: what scares me right now is the fact that. We couldn't strike if we wanted to because the majority of the people that are working are uh, essential workers things that we need yes. in order for things to to keep going walmart or uh, what is amazon i mean i don't i'm not proud of them making all the money or whatever but they're the ones keep you know sh- places like Shoprite and you know supermarkets or whatever if they strike did a strike it would screw the people that are, are not working over that need their food and so on and so forth um you know just in general it's essential workers so like yeah we would screw up a, screw over a couple companies that mm-hmm. you know are monopolizing everything anyway and it would probably get a point across but then you're also going to put a lot of people's lives and other things in jeopardy like you know maybe a one-day strike might be okay but even that it's like how long can you hold that you can't keep it
0: it's a, it's a bit performative at that po- at that point it's a little bit performative yep. and i think that you can do these strikes in groups, like groups of things that make sense. But I don't know right now what those key are. Yeah, Amazon, not- Amazon is like one of those ones you wanna strike, but you can't because right now everybody's getting their packages. Everybody's getting their packages. Um, <laughs> the, that hustle is something that is very hard for us to turn down either way, because taking that one day away is just gonna get people fired more than it's gonna stop them from grinding Yep, grinding yep. the mill with them
1: yep 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 that's a shame man it's like they grab <laughs> it's,
0: it's crazy, very hard man. i feel like we're not in very hopeful pl- we're not in a very hopeful place unfortunately Yep, that's why we voted in biden right if they felt yeah, like we-
1: if we were in a position where it was biden was uh the current president or somebody else was the current president that had some kind of normal sense and we were in this position, then we might have went with somebody with like like Bernie because Bernie would have been like, okay, well, we had somebody that was, you know, like we have a, a buffoon right now. So people were willing to settle. People didn't want to go too far left, right? Because they were afraid that if we went too far, far left, we'd go even more bankrupt than we currently are, right? So they're like, let's go to Biden. We know that Biden's like Obama and Obama was okay, right? We, we did all right with Obama, right? but the, now they, they also realize like yo know, a lot of people don't have health care a lot of people are in financial issues having financial issues and not getting paid or whatever bernie would have done something about it i'm not saying bernie's perfect cuz like i you know i hear stories about um you know things about bernie and and, and how he was during i hear more own...
0: about his campaign and like his own personal The way he is, but I don't see it's not policy, honestly. That's the thing that always rejects me from all of that talk. Um, yeah, you could have, I think that you could say that his campaign did not run that well enough, they did not run their campaign well enough. End of story. Um, I don't think that has to do with the ground movement, and I think there are legitimate people who are in the movement who have said stuff that they they know that he's a little cantankerous, you know, mm-hmm. he wants certain things, certain ways. Also, he is probably probably not as good with knowing what can happen in his time.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't think that all the things that he proposed that can happen all at the same time. But I don't think that it would have been... I think that he walked that line fine enough. I just... It just wasn't a good enough even if campaign.
1: He, even if he won in the current condition of, like, we lost seats in the Senate, in the in Congress, and Congress, uh, yeah. and um, you know, we might not get sent the Senate, so it wouldn't have mattered. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, yes. if we we lose both of those, plus the judges, uh, the Supreme Court, but like, we really don't have much. Even if we had Bernie, which sucks, we just gotta yep. hope that in the next four years, somebody um. You know with some potential to do something like that can can you know but it's crazy bro
0: it's honestly we don't have anybody in the lineup that is like that that next star we're gonna we're gonna go into another election cycle next time with the same kind of problem that we had this time
2: like the same
0: 16 yeah the same like having 13 people up uh, at debating, I think that's what's going to happen again in twenty twenty, um, or twenty nineteen. Even you know, you know what I'm saying that like we're because he's only going to run for one. He's only going to be in there for one term. Do
1: You think they um, planned that out the way they did, like from the get go? I don't from think like- they
0: planned anything. I don't know. I I you know what you know anything is possible, right? But I I don't think they really planned out anything. They just decided Joe Biden was like. I, I can beat this guy. I can beat this guy.
1: Well, look at all these de- Democrats like Cory Booker all these other, like, why did so many people decide to go crazy and decide, like, why complicate things? You know what I mean? Like, why did they have to be, like, a million candidates, you know, people trying to run in the primaries? You know, like, that's, I, I, I don't understand that. I mean, you,
0: have to, you have to have an ego to to run for president.
1: But I feel you like they happen. did. They knew Bernie was gonna or somebody progressive was gonna go run, like her, him, or him or Warren. And it just seems like all these other random people decide, well, let's just flood it so we can complicate things and make split the vote. I feel like they purposely split the vote on purpose, and they and that they kind of knew it was gonna be somebody like Biden, or you know, even the other candidates like um, Buttigieg. Um, and, see um, that's
0: my biggest fear is buddha judge because i know people who who really like buddha judge and i just like him greatly and i just think that he's an empty vessel and that's the real reason he is my um what would i call him he, edwards uh i forgot his first name but edwards he was uh the candidate he was almost the candidate in 2004 yeah. um and he's just this way that he talks, that I'm trying to be kind of like Obama, but I'm making oh, sure that you fake. know that I'm white. <laughs> he, was su-
1: he was super fake. This dude, uh, Buttigieg, man, like, he started Just talking a- about how much he was like, "Oh, I really, you know, respect Bernie," and blah 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 blah. And then like he crapped on Bernie during the primaries. I'm like, these people are full of crap. They're doing whatever's to their best interest, and I understand you're trying to win. I that's get it. Politics,
0: though, that's that's yeah. politics.
1: Yeah, but I don't you think he resp- I don't re- I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know.
0: Like me I, personally, I, I don't if I was anybody who's, I I actually think that Sanders put on too too soft of gloves. Like he, was he should have super soft,
1: super soft. Yeah, yeah. He had cotton candy gloves. You know what I mean? Like the dude was super soft. Here's all oh, my friend Joe. I'm like, well, for your friend, I'm like, I'm like come on, man. If you know his policies aren't for the people, like at the end of the day, like if I was running for um, president, I would stick to my guns. Whether or not I make it, I, I, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day, right? It's like, you know what you want out of it. You're not gonna back down on what it is that you want, and that's that. You know, it, you, you're not gonna compromise. You can't compromise because it's. You see what compromise is done when you have uh, the the Democrats and the Republicans. We've compromised with them all the time, and the, the Republicans have never compromised. When progressives try to compromise the Democrats, the Democrats never compromise. The progressives are the only ones that are compromising. I don't understand why. To me, in my mind, it's like they're all willing to settle. Look at what Warren did. They all they, they all bent the knee. You know what I mean? Which to me, it's like that's crazy, bro. I I, I don't agree with it. If if it's for the sake of the people, and you know that you you have the best interests.
0: But know, see, I I would like to say that some of them are I I believe are true believers in whatever causes that they're doing. So I believe that Elizabeth Warren believed that she was doing the right thing. She thought that by unifying the party at the end of that, that that was the way to do it. I disagree I with her. Whole I can't heartily. stand
1: her. I'm sorry, bro. I, I can't stand her. She has proven to me that she's, like, super shady. And, and like, I, I know a lot of people are like, you know, oh, you know, the whole thing about Bernie being this and being that or whatever and her calling him out on whatever. Okay, if he did it, I'll I I understand why she was pissed. But I feel like she did that politically to try to like you know get herself a a, a foothold on um on, on whatever it is or whatever the the term yes. is.
0: Just get you know, I mean, look. That's what I mean. That's what I'm politic. I never think more of these people. I never put a hero cape on any of these people just because I believe that pol- politicians will politic, and she used her weapon. I think I. I believe that there was probably a miscommunication, you know, like, I understand why she, but she brought it up at a weird time to try to gain points and it didn't work. Huh. And, you know, if you want to even just talk about it plainly, it just didn't work.
1: I don't understand what that is. Is like, why would he suggest her to run? Like tell her you should run, right? This is before he ran. He said, you should, you should run. Why would he do that? And then say something like, I don't think you can win you know what i mean like 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 make a sexist statement i mean he might have said it in a, in a sense of like in the current environment like i you know with the current environment the way things are looking it's not looking good but i don't think he meant like you shouldn't run because you're a woman you know what i mean or something like that like i i don't believe that like i and she's also to allowed
0: believe. to take it she's allowed to take it any like take it as poorly she's allowed to take it poorly yeah you know she. Uh, that wasn't the point. honestly, what got to me was that it was a wh- what was the point of that to try to prove that he is misogynistic is is the point of the argument. Uh, he, he made he either made one poor choice of wording yeah. or he it, he told you to run before and I yeah. honestly think she should have run against uh, against Hillary Clinton. I honestly believe that I think that Sanders was the was what we just wanted because it is our perception of what progressivism is and but Warren at 2016 would have been the perfect person to come in and go against Hillary Clinton because then you could not have these discussions about is it a problem with a woman being in office it would be literally a policy problem difference yep. between the two of them yep. Um, I think she's just burnt her political capital yeah. unfortunately yeah. and she's, I yeah, don't she... have as much raw feelings as other people do. You have raw feelings about Oh, I Elizabeth I, can't, I yeah. don't
1: like I I don't like. I, she's when she she um supported uh, Hillary over Bernie that bothered me. You know what I mean? Cuz if you're a progressive why are you're just going with the whoever you might who might may or may not win at the end of the day. Like you're doing whatever it is for you that suits your own purpose. Like, I think a lot of her decisions was for her, um, for her, you know, basically like for her to, to get in a position where she could have more power. And I get it. You have to do what you got to do in order to get your policies done. Just sort of like with, um, the, the squad or whatever, you know, the justice Democrats and everything else, they're doing what they got to do to gradually get themselves in a position so that they can, you know, make change. And it's moving slowly. It's going to take some time before enough progressives get in there to do any significant change. But um, I think Elizabeth Warren is for self, and and a lot of people don't see that, but that's what I'm seeing. What she did with Bernie in the last um, primary, and what she did with the the, the the thing with Hillary, and over time, all the different steps that she's the chess moves that she's made has made me feel like, you know, she's very very. Um, out for self you know maybe she has some things that are good for the country which is great but then when when it comes down to what's important for her political future is she going to choose that over
0: the people like she's proven to me that i mean it won't matter anymore at this point she's just going to be stuck in this well stuck is is she's still a senator. let's just say that she's going to be stuck in the senate i do not she can run again she could definitely run again um I think and she I would vote afraid. for her.
1: Don't get me wrong; I would vote for her if she did get a chance to to do it. I think I would prefer her more yeah. than a lot of these corporate Democrats. But then at the same time, I have a disdain now, like I have a, a lack of trust now because of her actions. Like at least with Bernie, I'm not saying that Bernie's been perfect, but I've through the, through the whole stuff. I felt comfortable from his from his history, like the fact that he's done what he's done throughout his whole life. That's the type of person I want as a president. And the fact that people, oh, this guy said something nice about um, Fidel Castro or whatever the stuff that he said, he just made a general statement. He didn't say I was his best friend. But people in this country, it's like you can't say anything without somebody taking it out of context and saying that, oh, well, he likes communism and he likes this and no, but he said that it's good that he provided education for for the people of his country or, or or or. whatever he's governing, you know what I mean? And what's wrong with that? I'm I, I'm going to compliment anybody that, like there's murderers in this world that have done good things. And, and if somebody asks me, was that a good thing? I'll say, yes, it was a good thing. Was he a murderer? Yes, he was a murderer. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm cool with the fact that he was a murderer and that that, that what he did most of his life was, was amazing just because of the one good thing that the person did. But if you want me to acknowledge that Somebody did something that I feel was a correct thing to do. I'm gonna say, yeah, it was a correct thing to do because that's what it is. It's 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 one plus one equals two, right? Like if I give somebody money and the person did well, that's not a, necessarily a great example. But if I were to, if somebody said, I, I I'm giving you this so that you could you know, proceed in life and do something better with your life, I'm gonna say that's a good thing. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But but you know in this country if they if it's not uh, a capitalistic view, and done in the in the format that quote unquote this this country believes in oh it's got to be done this way and you gotta you know pull up your bootstraps and da 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 you just if it's not if it's not that then it's wrong you can't you can't acknowledge the good things in different beliefs like in socialism and communism and and um, conservatism. And, you know, like, there's certain things that I can agree on in regards to each each form of everything, you know, like, each each belief. There's certain things that I, I I believe people should get off their ass and work hard, you know what I mean? But then at the same time, there's got to be a, a certain level playing field for these people. You can't just say, all right, you have no education, you have no money, but I want you to do this. You can't expect that of those people. So you got to provide something for them in order for them to be a – uh, 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 something in society, right? You know, you can't just expect a homeless man or a woman to 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 just get up and become a a, a stockbroker, right? Or 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 some crazy thing. I mean, maybe they could, but you know, in reality, they don't have the resources for it. Can become a lawyer or a doctor just because you said so? You know what I mean? Like that's 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 what people. I understand. About.
0: I'm I'm with you, and um, you know, yeah, we're we're in agreement. Um, I, I said you, you and something I are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just did something because we we usually try to do a cool down and I, I think I found the perfect thing to cool down to. All right, let me see what we
1: got here. All right, let me just rewind so it doesn't. Hold yeah, a take a your time. Can you hear that, by the way, or did you hear that? No, I didn't. All right, so I can hear it, but you can't. All right, let me. um. It might echo your voice a little bit with this thing, because, uh, like, for some reason, the audio settings, let, let me...
0: Yeah.
1: All right, All right. Uh, let's get to... All right, let me set this up. Oh, it's completely, off. completely
4: off.
3: Completely off.
0: Can you hear that? I'd
1: say, I'd say that, that poll, poll book is, is off by over...
0: Oh, let me. I have uh, my let, mic uh, muted. I, I actually have my mic muted.
1: Hold on, hold on a second, because I'm I'm getting like a double feed for some reason.
0: Uh, yeah. It's, okay. So just take your time. We could just give this a second.
1: I don't know why it's doing all this crazy stuff here. Oh, you know what? Maybe. I think I know what I need to do here. Let me see if I can get this off of my mic. Maybe this is. Oh, that's why it's on. Okay, so that's coming on through here. Maybe that's what it is. Alright, let's bring this back. Bring it back, Selector! <laughs> See if this works now.
0: I do not hear it.
1: You can't hear it?
0: No. Just letting you know. No.
1: Why is that? That's interesting because it's showing as it's. I oh, I see why. I could see why. I see why. All right, my bad. We to bring it back one more time, my friend. Let me uh, enlarge it so you can see the her face.
3: The the poll book the poll book is completely off, completely off. Off that by
1: thirty thousand.
3: I'd say that poll book is off by over a hundred thousand. Know. That poll book. Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Did you? Do you even know the
5: answer to that? No, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this
3: here. Zero. There's zero.
5: So, my question then is if the Guess how
3: many? Wait, what about what about how what what about the turnout rate? 120 percent.
5: Well, let's, uh, let's let Representative Johnson ask his question. <laughs> so the poll book number. Okay, there, there's two things that could happen here. Either the poll book number, if ballots were called multiple, multiple times, there, there's two options. Option number one is that the poll book numbers are not going to match. They the, don't. The actual. Not by thousands and thousands of votes. That's not what we see right now. You that, take a look again.
3: Take a look again.
5: Option number two is that they essentially were, were filling in names of people who didn't vote. That, Dead
3: that, people too?
5: SO IS THAT Let's I LET'S LET is that REPRESENTATIVE your JOHNSON ASK HIS QUESTION, AND THEN WHEN I HE'S I THOUGHT THAT done, WAS
3: HIS aunt. Okay. Well, I GUESS that, THAT'S uh, well, my,
5: MY QUESTION here is why we WHY...WE'RE NOT SEEING THE POLL BOOK OFF BY 30,000 VOTES. That, THAT'S NOT THE what CASE. WHAT DID YOU
3: GUYS DO? TAKE IT AND uh, DO
5: SOMETHING CRAZY TO IT? <laughs> I'M JUST SAYING THE NUMBERS ARE NOT OFF BY 30,000 VOTES. SO... I KNOW WHAT I saying SAW. SAYING THAT THEY'RE FILLING IN... I KNOW WHAT payments.
3: I SAW. AND I SIGNED SOMETHING SAYING THAT IF I'M WRONG, I CAN GO TO PRISON. Okay. DID YOU?
5: Okay, we're, we're, I think, I'm just think to ask you a let me, uh, legitimate question here. Yeah, let's let Representative Johnson ask his question, and then don't interrupt him. And then okay. and then if you want to respond to it, that's fine. And, uh, did you have more, Representative? Yeah, I guess I just want to keep following back up with the poll book. So are we saying that the poll book is either wildly off or that they are, wildly that they are off. filling in names?
3: It's wildly off and dead people voted and uh, illegals voted. Okay. So that's my uh, answer. I think-
1: Lord Jesus! <laughs> oh my God! She looks like she's yeah. high on something. Some, like there's like the wiring in her head. It looks like it's like oh my God! You you saw Giuliani grabbing at her like, like what's wrong with you? Chill out! Calm down! <laughs> like you seen her? Did you see the part where he reached over and was trying to like, calm her down? Oh my God! Yeah. Oh um, my, and that, if Giuliani feels like kind of weird about it. You know what I mean? Like oh my God! Oh God! Oh God, why did he bring her? I would never have brought somebody like that to, to, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God.
0: Well, that, that has has a lot. Of... Oops, sorry about that. that. It's, it's echoing. You're
1: echoing, you echoing hold on a sec. That might be, because this is fun. How, how about now?
0: Yeah, that's better. I can tell, immediately. Uh, so I was just saying that, um, of course, it's not even about the insanity of, of her. It's the idea that it's actually a Republican trying to say look i can't even tell you that this this is this is how it works it doesn't work that way literally the poll book and those and the number from the election are going to be slightly different because people are going to get on the registration pretty much that day or afterwards it just is how it works and the numbers are nowhere near 30,000 it yeah. doesn't even they're not even close to that like he he's like a republican trying to say I can't even find a way to legitimize what you're saying. And I would love to make that happen for you, but you need to calm the fuck down.
1: <laughs> basically. Basically. It kills me is because you look at it and it's like, you know, he wants to be, you know, um, willing to listen to what she has to say, but it's like, she was just like, I'm like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. That's just chill. Cool out. Like, you know she couldn't even do it man i can be you know i saw something and i could be arrested for it i'm like like really i'm like maybe you should be because maybe i think you're lying because it doesn't make sense of what you're saying i don't yeah. know man.
0: You're, are yeah. you admitting to a crime in front of us is that yeah. what you're doing yeah and man, also and the fact is he could probably go to prison for quite other like, like crimes about mm-hmm. if, if he lied about those numbers if he had found numbers somehow he's probably not even representatively able to do any of that just to, yeah. to to be honest too so it's like what would he be called on he'd be contempt of court basically contempt of wherever his meeting is and that's possible but like no of course he's not going to be the same liability if you, it doesn't make any sense it's not supposed to make any sense i think i think this is just another crazy person speaking
1: yeah is at this the, the f- crowd
0: and they're just why i'm gonna say it is this the
1: future of our country it's us against the crazies because it feels well, like it. This,
0: this already existed some of this like c-span stuff like this already existed so it just it it seems much more i think it feels much more uh painful when it's coming from something that's supposed to be the legal team of the president Yep, and that's right. kind of insane it's the legal team from the president bringing this up. So that's why it hits. But there was already all of this, I think. I think there's tons of people that were like this. And they just um, now we, they got their heydays at different times, I think.
1: No, that, that was crazy. Like, it's like that, that's the type of person that you go to a Walmart and you see them arguing with somebody online and they're making absolutely no sense at all. And they're holding up the line, you know what I mean? Like, that's the type of person that I look at, it and I'm like, yo, this woman's crazy. I wish she would leave. Please just leave, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I'm like, okay, man, like, enough's enough, man. Like, you're making no sense. Your point is, your point is mute, you know what I mean? He's trying to help you make a point, and you're just sitting there complaining, man. Like, you're complaining. I saw this. I saw that. I'm like, and if you got, like I said, if Giuliani is telling you to sh- basically calm down or shut up or whatever it is he was you know something's wrong with this person because Giuliani's ass backwards too man you know
0: what I mean you would think, tap a little was just just like <laughs> yo 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 yo, yo. Just, <laughs> yeah just, like just chill. chill like 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 like, just, like, just like, like, like yo
1: look at his face just right in here man like I'm just gonna cut right back real quick look at the face that he's making in this just little screenshot man like like he looks bothered, right? <laughs> like you see his face, like he's just like leaning over, like, yeah. oh that's my god, sanity. bro, oh my god, bro, this is crazy, Yeah, y'all. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I don't know. He's, I don't know, I don't know.
0: He, yeah. I mean, he's. We're we're looking for sanity when there is none, but that's exactly why I needed that to be our chill down for the end well, of our show. The, so. the,
1: the, the reason why this makes me happy. It's because by January twentieth, hopefully, I mean this is going to be craziness going on, but it'll be on the back burner. It won't be in the you know front burner anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, we
0: won't have to, we won't have to talk about it every week. Yeah. that's that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. This that that week where I finally get to be like, ah, oh, I don't have to talk about Trump at all, at all. Yeah. You think it's going be- to get back
1: to? You think it's going to get back uh, to more? Um, national national global news
0: i think no i think we're going to get back to um internal politics because i think there's going to be a lot of obstruction from the right wing i think there's going to be a lot of obstruction happening in the congress and we're going to have a real debate of over i I don't even want to say problem but it is kind of a problem but it's a debate over what we can do as a country and as and if what we can afford, and that's going to be what's going to we're going to ram up against, is mm. economic problems, and I don't know if there's a non corporate answer that's going to come out of the Biden administration. Yeah. It's going to be um, probably to keep ACA, which is fantastic, but to allow for more privatization. At the same time and i feel it just feels like a lot of that is going to be the same old privatization is fine we don't we need only measured socialism when we need to spend money in in emergencies and we're in an emergency situation so i do think that we'll get a um another another bill that has to deal with covid maybe two if we're lucky i'm hearing things about the
1: stimulus not like i'm sorry i don't mean to I'm hearing no things about stimulus, stimulus what like... I was looking. For. Oh, OK, because right, I, I don't think they're going to give us any more checks. I just that's all I was saying. I don't know if that's what you were leaning towards, but
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. I think that's the only thing that he's can can do is that he's going to get a stimulus plan built out and it might have economic things in there that are. See, that's the thing that will never have the Green New Deal kind of elements into it there that we need. We need Green New Deal kind of elements into that. Um so we're, but that's hoping against hope, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, have you have you heard recently anything about like um, things related to the environment? Because I haven't. You, it seems like all that got really pushed back, and I haven't heard much it's about pushed
0: back. And yeah. that's that's kind of yeah. I until I hear, I I don't have any of that information. Like that information hasn't been released at all. There's been no talk about who the environmental. Uh, Protection agency would probably be under all of that. That's probably next week, to be honest.
1: I hope we get something good. I want to hear some more good news, something we could um,
0: talk good something about. Something that we can cheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah because yeah, I don't mind. I, I know we're not going to get the stuff when it comes to like the corporatist type of things that are going to happen, but at least with the environment, I hope we find somebody that that um, will actually benefit the, the, the environment. You know, I, it's scary, you know. Yeah, it's like it's it's easy with Trump. We know he's just gonna be a buffoon with Biden. He's a little, he's like a slick fox, you know what I mean? We don't know what what kind of uh agenda he's gonna have. Well, we kind of do, but we kind of don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, we Uh, don't, yeah, yeah. But I'm happy though. That was pretty funny though. That was a good one. That lady was crazy, (laughs) that was pretty crazy, man. I wasn't expecting that, but um.
0: I mean, yeah. I, it is funny that it was right next to Giuliani, too. I didn't even notice it until you until you pointed it out. So I was like, oh, my God. I thought this was just some <laughs> random person. And it's, no, it's somebody on that legal team. So you pointed out something I needed to see.
1: Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God. I meant to find something, you know, but, like, you know, I've been kind of busy. I wanted to bring something nice and funny, too. But I didn't get a chance to. I haven't been feeling 100%. I'm actually feeling better, thank God, now. But, But, yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy, man. Giuliani yeah. and his so, Giuliani, the clown the clown cars, right? They all drive up to the thing, and there's Giuliani and his his fellow clowns going out and talking garbage and trying to make a point that's already been proven to be a lie. You know, it's 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 funny, and and but the thing is, is their their base eats this stuff up. Yeah, they they're lying. They're thirty thousand. Where's the proof? I don't know, but I know it's there because they're talking about it. All right, <laughs> I'm like okay. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> well the proof the, the proof will never find them so it, it, it'll be all right yeah. um i just want to say thank you for joining us today i hope we all grew grew a little bit and i uh shared a bit of ourselves and that's how we get it started that's how we get it going yeah thank you
1: very much i appreciate it peace out everybody take care